What's up, guys? Welcome to the second episode of Two Wrongs Ain't Right, a dating podcast that focuses on helping men being more confident and honest with women and also helping women be more understanding of why men are the way we are. So much to talk about. Let's get right into it. It's your boy, Corey, a.k.a. KJ, and I am here joined by the lovely and beautiful Abby. Abby, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, yeah. Thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm Abby, uh, and I am a fitness enthusiast, a plant mom, and a entrepreneur, an entrepreneur. So, um, busy life and super single. Okay. Uh, let's go right into it. Um, Abby, how long have you been single? Uh, it's a complicated question. I've been in situationships. Um, quite a lot. The last serious relationship I was in was like five years ago. Okay, so about five years. Do you think that the dating market right now is like harder for men or for women? Um, it's probably harder for women, mostly because women are the ones that tend to be looking for relationships. Okay. Um, and most guys in a younger age group tend to be looking for non-relationship relationships for a longer time into like their thirties. Okay. I can see that. Um, I definitely will have a different mindset. Um, I definitely believe it's harder for men. The reason being is because men don't have a plethora of women, um, in their DMS to like choose relationships from. Whereas women, most women, the average woman, will have a good amount of DMs for guys to choose from. What is really hard for men is being able to have a conversation for women. Um, that's why you see like such a huge surge in like online dating profiles. Um, most men don't have the conversation skills to come up to a woman and hold down a conversation. So for those guys that are, you know, trying to reach out to you in your DMs and um, contact you via, you know, social media, what's the best way for them to have a chance of standing out against other guys? Definitely uh, coming up with something original to say, um, not just saying, hey, you're pretty or, hey, I stumbled across your profile. Uh, I don't care how you found me. I don't care that you think I'm pretty. Uh, I just want to hear something that I can really connect with. Like, give me something to respond to. Okay. So you want something that... Something to spark my interest. Yeah, sparks your if interest. If you just tell me I'm pretty, like, what am I supposed to say to that? Like, Thanks. okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it's nice, but that's really all I can say because I don't know you. I don't have anything to connect with you about. So if you're finding me, DMing me because you like my profile and tell me what you like about it. Say like, Oh, I really like that you're into fitness. That's my lifestyle too. We should get a lift sometime. Okay. Great intro. Okay. Hey, Hey, she's giving you all the tips guys. She's giving it right to you. Um, in terms of dating you, are you looking for a guy who makes a good amount of money? Like what are the requirements that you are seeking of a guy? I am looking for a guy who has a life plan if you don't have money right now but you're on the right track to have something built for yourself later in life it doesn't have to make you a millionaire and it doesn't have to support me all it has to do is make you not 
be a bum. Okay. Do you have a figure in mind? 80K, no. 100K? No, I uh, support myself. So I don't really worry about what other people make. The main thing is like if it's, you know, like really, really low income, sometimes it can be hard to have a relationship with someone whenever you're not on equal uh, economical fields and you're kind of like one party is wanting to do more stuff that requires money and the other person just can't keep up. Obviously, that's a roadblock of its own. So you definitely want a guy who's making equal to what you're making or more? Not necessarily. Just enough to not be boring. Okay. Uh, Could you survive indefinitely in a relationship where you were making more money than your partner? Your partner was a teacher and he was making 45K a year and he was happy and content with what he does. He's doing what he loves but it's 45K, would you be okay with that? Absolutely. I'll bring in the bucks. Okay. The reason why I ask is because in, in how I view relationships, men okay. should men should always be the providers, right? That's how tradition goes as men are the providers, women, um, women are like the supporters and the nurturers, things like that. So Why? I'm um, going to tell you. So back in the day, um, doing like, you know, your grandparents times, um, great grandparents, things like that. Men were always the workers. The men went out. The men made the money. They brought the check home. The woman, she took care of the household. She raised the children. Uh Modern times now have made men more soft in that aspect to where now they feel like relationships are more of like an equal thing in terms of, you know, I, I support, she supports Um, And it also has women to where, oh, I provide, he provides. Um, Uh More women now are more afraid to be traditional. They're more modern. And I think that for some men who still have like that traditional aspect, it kind of seeps into their mindset for relationships. So like for me, um, I'm someone who, you know, believes firmly that you a man should be the main provider And that's not to say a woman can't go out and make her bag, make her own money, right? You know, anything helps and supports. But as a man, if you're making enough money to provide for your family, the money that your wife is bringing in, it doesn't have to be equivalent um, to what I'm bringing in. It It could be under. But as for like a woman doing that, a woman isn't meant to be or hasn't traditionally been a provider. So that's why women can't do it as long as men can without having like some kind of emotional, um, emotional breakdown and not like breakdown in terms of like tears or anything like just a breakdown in terms of like finally having enough and, you know, can't get over it. So that's why I ask like if you were bringing home 100K a year and your husband was bringing home 40K a year, you know, you're the primary breadwinner. If you're someone who wants to, you know, raise a family, eventually um, birthing children, um, that guy, would you be able to take that guy seriously as the man of the house when you're financially supporting the family at a stronger level than he is? I would. And I I do think that a relationship is a partnership. Uh, So if his money isn't equal 
I'm sure that there will be another place in the relationship where he can pick up some of the slack. So if, um, if I'm bringing home the money and I'm not able to be at home at that time, he can watch the kids, he can make dinner, he can obviously have his own money, do his own thing. In my personal situation, I make my own money and I work from home, so I don't really worry about that in, in my personal future because it's just not really a factor for me. So I'm free to look past that. Okay. So in relationships, you believe that relationships should be equal, the man shouldn't lead or the woman shouldn't lead? Right. I think I think there are certain aspects of each person's personality where they'll be more suited to lead. For example, most of the time, women are more suited to emotionally lead, hence why we like to jump into things mm-hmm. and get crazy. 100%. Um, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that. That's you know right for some people and wrong for other people. And um, guys, obviously, traditionally take more of like the power and leading role where they're actually taking on some of the more heavy responsibilities. But it's a give and take based on each person's personality and where they can lead best. Okay. Um, so we're flying a plane. Mm-hmm. When you fly a plane, there is you have a you have a, a point A and a point B destination. There's a pilot and there's a co-pilot. Relationships are the same way, right? So the pilot leads, he's, he's directing the plane, getting it where it needs to be from point A to B. The co-pilot is supporting him, providing, uh, or her, providing them with support, um, comms, communication, things like that. Relationships used to be that same way to where there's a pilot and there's a co-pilot. Mm-hmm. Now relationships are more of there's a leader and there is a compromiser. And the compromiser in relationships sometimes mostly have become men. Um, there's a statement that I personally just find utterly ridiculous. Um, it's happy wife, happy life. And mm-hmm. the reason why I find that statement so ridiculous is because if you have to compromise something that you like, enjoy, or want to do to make your significant other happy, that's not someone you should be with, right? So, to a certain extent. Yeah. So, for example, newlywed couple, they go to a retail store to buy a TV. The husband's done his research. There's this $2,000 75-inch TV he wants for a den. It has everything that he's looking for in a TV. The wife sees an $800 television. She's like, okay, this is a 75, 75 inch, you know, let's get this one and save the money. Now they have the money to get either television and be okay. Um, the wife, the, the husband says his, his, his part, you know, this TV has everything I need. The wife is like, oh, it's just a TV. You know, it's a 75 inch. Do you want a 75 inch? Why do you want to invest another $1,200 in the TV? Salesman goes off, they have a conversation, he comes back, what does the husband say? Uh, you know, I think, I, th- I thought it over, I'm going to go ahead and go with the $800 TV, 75 inch, it has what I want, things like that. Is that not a compromise? 
or is that an equal relationship? That's absolutely a compromise, but I still think that equal relationships will still have compromise. Exactly. In a lot of areas. So in, in, in that essence, one person is compromising for the other person's gain and not gain in like a malicious way, but just you're compromising to satisfy the other person. So therefore, therefore, that relationship isn't equal. A equal, a equal relationship is if me and you decide we want to go somewhere, we both agree on the Bahamas. It's not, oh, I want to do the Bahamas. You want to do Cancun. And then we go back and forth and continue to go back and forth. And finally, I just give in and say, let's just go to Cancun. I think it's less like, uh, you know, 50 plus 50 equals 100 and more like, one plus one plus two plus four plus three plus nine plus ten minus eleven plus six. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's it's a lot of math. It's a, <laughs> it's a long-term relationship, so it's not a quid pro quo where you're looking to get something and have every interaction be equal. You can't find that. You will never find that unless you are literally dating yourself. And even then, sometimes I argue with myself. It's not kid myself. Of course. And and that was that was mostly what my example was that most relationships now, um, there isn't a pilot and a co-pilot. There is one person who is the leader of that relationship, that that equal and I'm using quotation marks, that equal relationship. And then there is one person who is the compromiser. Get what I'm saying? Yes. But I disagree that there's not one person that has to be always a compromiser. In an equal relationship, both parties would compromise on the things that are less important to them and more important to the other person. Okay. Okay. I'm going to open the floor to you. Did you have any questions that you could think about right now? Um, no. Okay. So for your ideal guy... What are your thoughts on your ideal guy? Are you looking for someone who is more monogamous or are you into or open to like a man who is polyamorous? Uh, Here's the deal. I've been into polyamorous relationships in the past and long term, if what I'm looking for right now is to eventually settle down with someone and find a partner. Um, but during some other times in my life, there's definitely been some times that I'm just looking for a casual interaction and that serves its purpose. But for right now, I know that I'm looking for a life partner and I'm not going to find that by getting into situationships. Okay. So you believe more in a 100% monogamous relationship with a man? For, uh, yeah, for the most part. For the most part. Um, and in those relationships, we've already established how you are and feel towards like roles um, mm-hmm. between them. Um, are you someone who believes that when a woman and man commit to each other, um, all forms of cheating are 100% off the table. And when I say all forms, I mean all forms, including like social media, friendships, all of those. I do not agree with that. Okay. I think that there's a huge, huge, huge gray area, and it mostly centers around 
like what the, the other person's intent is. Okay. So just casually talking to other people, having female friends, I wouldn't see anything wrong with that at all. Um, if something happened and he slipped up and cheated, obviously it would be an issue, but it would not be a hard and fast deal breaker necessarily. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll throw a scenario at you, right? Okay. Um, how do you define cheating? If a guy was to cheat on you, what, 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 what are the ground rules for cheating? The easy answer is putting your dick inside someone else. Okay. So don't do that. So flirting with a girl that wouldn't be defined as cheating. No. Giving another woman attention wouldn't be defined as cheating. No. Okay. Um, men are a little different when we, we look at what we define as cheating, right? Okay. So for men, when you are a woman who does a lot of, you know, like sexual photos online, um, posting pics of your butt, posting, you know, you know, yourself in bikinis, very bikinis, um, just a lot of selfie pictures, um, that by definition is cheating, right? Do you, you kind of, you kind of agree or disagree on that? Uh, personally, I would disagree. Okay. So when you buy a house, do you leave the for sale sign out when you buy the house? No, but people can still see it when they drive by. And yeah, but they, that garden doesn't look good. <laughs> but they, they, they don't know the house is they, they know the house is bought. It's not for sale, right? Sure. Yeah. So the same thing kind of applies in that essence. Like if you and I were in a committed relationship and you're going online and you're posting pictures of, you know, your butt, um, just very sexual pictures, you wouldn't find that as disrespectful towards me when you're showing you're showing other men who, you know, are going to see and, and DM you. You're showing other men something that I had to work for to get. Um. I guess I just see it as more clinical and like anatomical. Maybe because I've worked in the fitness industry for so long, it is something that doesn't bother me or really phase me. Of course. But I think that totally depends on the context of the relationship. If the other person is not okay with that kind of thing, then then I would consider it cheating because you've expressed to the other person that you're not comfortable with that or you would consider that cheating. And if I kept doing it, then that would be a problem. Okay. So for you, primarily cheating is physical connection. Um, a guy actually, you know, putting his you know, property inside of another, another woman. Right. Yeah. And then for, like I said, for men, most men consider advertising cheating. Right. So like anytime you advertise something that that man had to work for, uh, most men will look at that as cheating. Huh. Like, I mean, think about it. Cause like, again, men have to work hard to get into a relationship with a woman because there are so many men that are in your dms right now right so uh-huh. for me if i did something that stood out and then we go on a couple dates 
you know, I've shown you that the kind of man I am and it's the kind of man that you want. Why would it be all right or fair for you to post a like a provocative picture um, online of yourself, of something of your body when I had to work incredibly hard to be with you and you're freely showing and marketing your body to other men? Well, first of all, I think if I was doing that before we got into a relationship and then you asked me to stop after we started dating, it would strike me as a little odd because you don't want the product as advertised, essentially. What I'd be doing there is like advertising this baddie image and then as soon as I'm in a relationship, I'm like all Quaker. And that's not, number one, a realistic representation of who I am because I'm not going to change who I am. In a no, you shouldn't change who you are. But I'm saying that if a guy, if, you, if, if what you're doing is posting pictures and, you know, being provocative and things like that, why would a guy take anyone serious, any woman serious and want to be in a relationship with her? When that requirement that what he's asking for, because, again, women's requirements are much more than what a man's requirements are. What a woman when a woman wants in a relationship and a man has to bring to the table is a lot huge, is, is much more vast than what a man requires when he's in a relationship. So something like, hey, you know, I know you're doing your fitness things. If you want to take like your fitness pictures, cool. But like these pictures here, you know, these are more provocative and I, I don't understand why you have to like take provocative pictures. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's the same thing. Like when a woman goes out t- on a girl's night with her friends and, you know, she's dressing super tight dress on things like that. And she's in a whole relationship. Like, why are you out marketing your, the product when there is already a person who has the product? Don't you want other people to want what you have? No, I have it already. I don't I don't need anyone else to, to want what I have. I already have it. That was the purpose of working hard to get it because I wanted it. But it's not the same anymore because now she's not doing those things. Yes, women do those things to get someone to 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 be with them, right? Like the whole purpose of marketing the product when you're single is to find someone who's going to purchase the product and I don't mean purchase in that way but just using <laughs> the, yeah using the analogy right so you you're you're looking for a consumer and once that consumer has the product the consumer in this essence doesn't want that product marketed anymore because now it's it's off the market like there's no reason to continue marketing right if you buy some if you buy something and, you, and it sells out you're not going to continuously say oh we have this product but it's not available it's funny that you say that because that is not why people post images of themselves. I personally, like I post pictures like that as a celebration of my body and because I'm proud of my body and I've worked in the fitness industry for a long time. I've changed my body and I look really good and I'm really proud of my hard work paying off and the aesthetic. And I'd like to be able to give that to other people and so I'm not advertising a product. The product that I'm advertising is 
self-love and being happy and comfortable in your body. And I'm selling that to other women. Okay. I'm not selling my relationship status to a man with those pictures. Okay. I, 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 I can see it. I can see it that way as well. Um, as a self self-love and yeah. self-modification and things like that. Um, it's just, like I said, from a guy's perspective, right? When uh-huh. we work hard to accomplish something and that time and that work and that effort, all that's been put in. And for a woman, and again, like I said, if you, you're doing fitness pictures, I get it, I understand. But more of the provocative pictures where it's, you know, you um, posing with your butt out, you know, just smiling, giggling, laughing, doing things like that. Pictures like that, it's just like, well, you know, I had to work to get there and you're just easily showing it to a guy who, you know, it's just a random guy on the internet. And I get it. Those, like I said, those are pictures that women take in order to attract men and for self-love. It, it's, it's, they work both ways, right? Um, but once, once, like I said, once you're off the market as a guy, you know, certain things can be looked at as cheating in that essence. If a guy said that to me, I would think that he only wanted me for my body and I would break up with him. Okay. Why would you think he only wanted you for your body if he doesn't want you showing your body in a provocative because, in a provocative way to other men? Because if he is so concerned that someone else is going to get the full value of his product just by seeing my body, then he only values me for my body. Ooh, I could be I the hottest woman in the world and show my body, walk around naked all the time, but be in a relationship where someone is in love with my mind and can look at that and say, yeah, she's got a great body, but that's the least interesting thing about her. And that's the kind of relationship that I want to be in. Okay, so I'm, I'm just make sure I heard you correctly because uh, I, I definitely have something and I'll, I'll, I'll ask you first before I get into mine. Um, you said that you 100% can walk around completely naked advertising your body to other men and still 100% love your man and not have a, and it won't be an issue, right? Absolutely. Okay. Um, before, before, before I, before I say what I have to say, I'm going to ask real quick. Did you, did you have a question that you want to, you want to ask? No, go ahead. Okay. Um, so you and I are in a relationship. You did that. How do you feel if I say that I can 100% go have sex with other women and still come home and love you? Uh, I believe it. So you would be 100% okay with a guy openly or lying either or, but let's, let's stay with openly. Cause I, I, I believe in, if you're going to be honest, be honest and upfront, um, 100% with the guy being open and honest going out in a committed relationship and he's having sex with other women. Fundamentally, that is a, if, if a person is looking for that, I'm not going to be in a relationship with them in the first place. Okay. However, if it just happens, that was the context of the relationship and he was open and honest about it. No, I would not have a problem with that. I've been in relationships like that in the past and it hasn't worked out for other reasons, but that wasn't one of them. Okay. 
most women aren't like that. So, um, yeah, you, you're definitely an exception then. I'm built different. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, so in that essence, you're someone who firmly believes that a woman, a man who's completely honest with you will have to understand that you and in your profession, when you take things like that, um, it's 100% for yourself, self-love and things like that. I can see it. I understand it. I respect it. I still kind of, like I said, disagree with that. That would be my only real big thing. Um, Cause like I said, men are more territorial than women are. Um, so as a man, I definitely, if, if I were dating you, I definitely would want you to at least be more understanding of what I'm asking for and being more open to not being as provocative, if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's a conversation that you need to have in any relationship is like, if there's anything that's bothering you, you have to say something about it as soon as you know something about it. And the other person can make decisions about that. And they're not always right on par with whatever else they've said in the past. Like, I guess I'm saying like, for me, if I was in a relationship that I was expecting to be very monogamous and a guy did cheat on me. I would be hurt because my expectation wasn't there. But if we talked about it, it's, it's not the end of the road necessarily. Hmm. So well done. My second thing in terms of the form of cheating, um, if you're someone, do you honestly believe that a man who is attracted to a woman can be friends with them with no agenda. Um, yes, I think, I think if they're objectively attractive, like obviously you can look at someone and be like, yeah, like you're not an ugly guy. Just not my thing. Mm. Absolutely. You can be friends. If you're interested on a deeper level than that, like, then you're not friends by definition. Um, you can not act on things because we're human beings and we have the power of self-control. Of course. So the reason why I ask that is because uh, a lot of women say, uh, yes, men and women can be friends if the guy is attracted to the girl. Um, most of the time, those friends who are who are the guys previously, they came at you at a position to where they wanted to be in a relationship with you, right? So, do you have any male friends currently? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, any of those male friends ever had like a uh, want to be with you in a relationship and you turned them down? Um. Yes. Some and some not. So okay. I guess, I guess both. Yeah. So, so for the, for, and I'll just use the ones that have. So yeah. for the ones that have, do you uh -huh. confidently believe that they are 100% friends with no agenda at all? Um, yeah, I think that the ones that have crossed the line and told me how they feel, um, I've always address that in a very upfront way and let them know 
kind of where we stand and I can't speak for them and say a hundred percent that they don't have an agenda, but I can say that some of those have been some of the coolest relationships that I've had, some of the coolest friendships that I've had because it's really out of the way. When you have a friend that's never said something like that, you kind of always wonder. Of course. You have the conversation and they're like, oh yeah, now I don't like you. Or they just don't ever say anything and you don't know where you stand. And that's, that's where things get tricky because that's, that's typically when I see guys like waiting for their move or like standing by waiting for you to break up with your man. And that's more of an issue for me than someone who has approached me and I've said, Hey, I really think you're cool, but these are the reasons that I think that we wouldn't work out as a couple. uh, But I think we should stay friends. And those people, it's like from that moment on, they know where we stand. So I'm I'm gonna just say this, and um, I'm a, I'm gonna be 100 with you, because uh, you've been like you've been cool. Um, those guys, they don't know how to be honest with you. Um, men who are attracted to a woman, and she puts them in a friend zone. Most men, again, like I said, they don't know. A man should never be friends with a woman he's attracted to because it, it all he's doing is trying to play a long term game that he will eventually lose. Um, most men who accept friendships are afraid to lose that woman in their life. So they accept being a friend. Um, and what happens is, like you just said, they'll play the long game to where, oh, you know, you can you can talk to them. You know, if you need any answers or any help, they pretty much become your girlfriends at that point um, because they're they're there. They're there emotionally waiting for an opportunity. And uh-huh. don't get me wrong, like not every guy is like that. Some guys, you know, but we're talking about the majority of men here. Right. So the majority of men in that situation, they are opportunity, opportunity, waiting for um, a chance for another guy to come into your life hopefully do the wrong thing. And then you finally just have had enough overall and finally decide, okay, look, um, you know, maybe let's go out or whatever, whatever. And they leap for joy at that moment. Right. Sure. A real friend does not have agendas. So like if you were to text a guy who's a male friend, who's been attracted to you, like, Hey, you know, you want to come over, have sex. Most men are going to say yes. Even the ones, uh-huh. even the even the ones that you 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 say, and again, nothing. I'm not not dogging those guys, but this is just this is just the honest truth, right? They won't uh-huh. tell you this because, again, they're afraid to lose you. You've probably been like an awesome person in their life, and they're you know still hoping and dreaming. Whereas a real man, if he comes up to you and he says, "Hey, I want to be in a relationship with you," or "Y'all went on a date," and you know you decline him either way, but it's like, "Hey, let's still be friends." I can't do it. Why? Because I know that that's not, I didn't come up to you or approach you with the intentions of us being just friends. And to put myself in that position, knowing that I'm attracted to you, all it's going to do is lead me down a path that I don't want to go down because in the end, me as a guy, I, I personally don't like dating a woman who has a lot of male friends. Okay. If you have a lot of male friends, that means a you can't talk to women like you you can't communicate with a woman on that level, and b 
most of your time is spent around men. So you either have a lot of masculinity, which is a turnoff, and you're not as feminine as I would like, or you're constantly surrounded by another man who's giving you attention. Right? Sure. So like same scenario, but different results. You have a female best friend. You want to go out for drinks, whatever, whatever. That's cool. If you're dating a guy and you have a male best friend, is it not cheating or disrespectful to your man when you go out with a male best friend who you know has been attracted to you on some level? And because, like I said, men lie. We know how the we know how each other thinks. Is it not disrespectful to your man when you give another man attention that you should be giving your man? I don't think that that is attention that I should be giving my man. I feel like that would be the same attention if it was a female or a male that I'm giving to that person. I can only control the energy and the vibes that I put out. So as long as I'm not flirting with him, I'm not cheating on my man, I'm not doing anything that crosses the line. It's not my responsibility to take action on behalf of this guy that I've friend-zoned. It's his job to say, I don't want to get led down this road. My feelings aren't going anywhere. If he still wants to have me in his life, we can be friends and he can be cool with that. And even if he does still have an agenda on top of that and he's waiting around, it's still on me. No matter if I'm with someone or not with someone, I get to make the choice of, Am I going to make that move or not? So he can ask me as many times as he wants. He can make a move on me as many times as he wants. But after a certain number of times, I'm going to be like, dude, you literally only want to bang me. So we're not going to be friends because you can't be my friend. Exactly. You're bad at it. But I'm not going to make that decision preemptively on his behalf and say, no, now that you've mentioned that you think I'm attractive, I will never speak to you again because you cannot possibly be interested in me for anything other than relationship. Okay. I I guess the focal point of my question is uh-huh. if you are in a committed relationship with a man who is doing everything that you want him to do in that relationship, providing, supporting you, helping, you know, your career, you're helping his career, you know, why would you give another man attention who, you know, has made advances on you, who, you know, who is interested in you? Why would you want to even give him any attention in that aspect? That attention that you give him should be going to your man. That's, that's my, that's, that's my question. Like Uh, why, why would you feel the need to even give him any attention at all? Even if you're friends, like you can still be friends and be cordial, like 100%, like you can be cordial. I'm not saying that, you know, Oh, just throw him out of your life. Right. Um, you can still be cordial. But like, why would you why would you even go out with this man like for drinks or anything hanging out or any of that essence when you have a man who's doing what he's supposed to do and you're taking time away from him to give to another man who has shown interest on you in you in multiple times? And you know that there you know that he would be there if an agenda pops up. Yeah, so I can give you kind of a real world example of this. So. I was dating this guy uh, whenever I lived up in New York. And he was a really cool guy. And um, 
he had his life together and he had money. He was doing everything that I wanted and needed from a partner. And then I was also friends with another guy that I had actually had a casual relationship with already. And then we decided to cut it off whenever I wanted to be in a more serious relationship. And, um, he wanted to still be friends. So we were friends and he provided something for me that I'm not looking for in a partner, but I do want sporadically sprinkled in throughout my life. Um, this guy provided, this is going to sound kind of dumb. He provided a more obnoxious and unruly presence that I would not look for in a partner. I would not want to be in a full-time relationship with someone who had that kind of energy, but every once in a while you want to hang out with that one friend who gets nuts. Oh, okay. I'm, 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 I'm trying to understand and follow you, but continue. So essentially what I'm saying is that the attention that I'm giving to the friend guy is not attention that's due to my partner. My partner understands that I'm getting something completely different from this person. And it's something that he doesn't want to provide me. And it's something that I don't want him to provide me. It's something that I want to exist completely outside of my relationship in a friendship with this guy. Okay. Uh, I, I definitely understand it and respect it. I can't, um, I can't say I agree to it, but I definitely understand it. I understand the, the, the perspective of wanting, wanting something that you don't want your partner to have because it, it fulfills, uh, uh, inner need for you to be more, more whole, I guess, if that, if that makes sense, um, or more complete. Just, yeah. Just stimulated in different areas. Okay. Um, yeah, that, yeah, I don't think a lot of men would like another man stimulating their woman. Um, but yeah, I, I again, I, I definitely understand it. Um, did you have any, uh, questions that you want to ask? Um, No. Okay. Um, well, guys, this has been a, another episode um, of Two Wongs Ain't Right. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, any final advice that you'd like to give any of the guys, Abby? Yeah. There's a foot for every shoe. So don't, don't get it twisted. Don't change yourself. There's someone out there for you that's looking for what you are and that has what you're looking for. You don't need to go looking for something else. And if what we talked about today is not you, don't freak out. You'll just find someone else who's also weird. There you have it, guys. If you get on that horse, you got to ride it. That's right. Been an awesome episode. You guys have a good night.